This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Myself, Dr. Kelly Victory, joining us as she typically does this time on Thursdays. And we have her for about 45 minutes today. So, Dr. Kelly, thank you and welcome. Hey, thanks for having me as always, John. Well, we appreciate it. And uh, I mean that sincerely. I know our listeners do as well. So thank you very much for all that you uh, you know do for us. And, and, you know, I should also say, for really the you know the country at large, Dr. Kelly, it's becoming more and more apparent as we you know kind of go down this path, and we'll talk about some of this today. But just the amount of evidence that continues to come out, and now even some of the quote unquote I don't know if I want to call it backtracking, but you know I guess certain medical institutions and even doctors and nurses admitting well maybe not admitting but uh, you know agreeing with our side now with what's really going on. I don't know if they've necessarily you know, uh, uh, you know, how should I say this? I don't know that there's many condolences from us to them, given the fact that they really haven't admitted to doing anything wrong, but they are kind of coming to our side now. Well, there's no question there's been a change in the tide uh, as the data, as you mentioned, have become more and more overwhelming with regard to not only the significant dangers and damages caused by these mRNA vaccines, but also the idiocy of what was done for the right. uh, first part of the pandemic yep. with the mask wearing and social distancing and the damage that the lockdowns were done. More and more people are now sort of jumping to the other side or a- acting as if they always were on that side. People will say, oh, yeah, yeah, I always knew that was crazy or I always knew that didn't make sense. And I find it um, it's somewhat objectionable, although I'm happy that the tide is turning, to have people acting now as if they always knew when they were completely silent or, or worse, complicit uh, for three-plus years um, is really problematic. We would never have gotten where we, where we were during that pandemic if it hadn't been for the willingness of the vast majority of people, including um, people in my own profession, to buy into it. If people had just said a a resounding no, we are not going to do that. We are not going to give up our civil liberties. This is ridiculous. We know that masks don't stop, you know, respiratory viruses. We know that lockdowns cause more damage than they're worth. We know, for example, that children aren't at risk. If people had been willing from the beginning to stand up to speak out, to have the courage to say no, to have the courage 
to ask questions, we wouldn't have been where we are right now. That's right. So, yes, the tide has turned. Uh, at some point, it becomes so glaringly obvious that mistakes were made that people really want to scramble and get onto the right side of history. Um, I, I think, though, as you said, and I've said it many times, there is no forgiveness without contrition. Right. We cannot move forward, right. in my mind, John, I agree. without people being willing to acknowledge, not is so much because I have a desperate need for people to say, you know, I'm sorry, Dr. Kelly, you were right, but because if they don't acknowledge that they were wrong, if they don't acknowledge that the people they followed were wrong, if they don't acknowledge that this was an egregious you know, power grab, then we are destined to do it again. Agree. It will happen Agreed. again. That was my next. That was going to be my next question. Literally, was have we or do you feel we've learned enough from what we've you know been through, and now some of these people realizing there were some makes, some mistakes made. But do you feel we've learned enough from that to avoid this again in the future? Or if something like this, you know, similar to this again happened, would we get you know would all these same individuals that are now you know realizing eh, maybe we didn't do things quite right? They're not apologizing to your point. They're not you know they're not admitting they did anything wrong. Are these same people just going to get sucked back in again on down the road if we had this again? You better believe it. Absolutely. There is no question in my mind. So unless people are willing to say, unless we hold people to account, unless we absolutely drag this into the sunlight uh, so they, and expose it for what it was, yes, I think we're at huge risk for it happening again. So although, you know, I appreciate people who are, you know, writing articles saying, oh, we just need amnesty or, you know, people didn't understand. We didn't know then what we know now. Oh, yeah, we did. We knew these were not just quote, mistakes that were made. These were lies you were told. You were lied to by the CDC. You were lied to by the FDA. You certainly were lied to by the pharmaceutical companies. And you were lied to by the mainstream media and big tech and big pharma. So it's time for us to actually expose that because otherwise we will fall prey to it again. That is my fear, and one of the things I wanted to uh, start with. So perfect. We, we timed that just exactly the way that I wanted. Talk about the mounting evidence now. That can Again, another thing that we're, we, coincides, by the way, with what we're just talking about, the mounting evidence from cardiac injury from the vaccines. It, well, un- unfortunately, not a week goes by, John, that we don't have another large study that comes out, again, uh, identifying massive numbers of cardiac injuries related to these vaccines. It isn't just with, you know, adolescent boys, although they certainly are in the highest risk category, uh, boys between the ages they have 12 and 20, or males between the ages of 12 and 24, particularly at high risk. But another study just came out last week from Korea looking at uh, a huge incidence of cardiac injury And again, there is no such thing, to be clear, as, quote, a mild case of myocarditis. Okay, and really quick, before you move on also, I want you to mention how much of this, because to me, we never once ever talked about this condition prior to the vaccine. And now all of a sudden it's sort of a daily daily word, if you would, explain, you know, what I just said. I mean, the reality is we didn't even hear much about it or talk about it. You and the medical community even didn't talk much about it until now. Am I correct? 
absolutely. I can tell you right now. I, I, uh, my, my friend and colleague, Dr. Peter McCullough, a very, very well-known cardiologist who's been uh, a warrior during this pandemic response. He's a cardiologist. He sees people with heart problems. That's what he does. He said the other day that in his entire career prior to the mRNA vaccine rollouts, and he's my age. He's been he's been practicing medicine for thirty years. In prior to that, he had seen quote two or three cases of myocarditis in his entire career no. as a cardiologist. Two to three cases. He now sees two to three a day. Okay. Wow. So wow. this is the reality of what has happened since the vaccine rollout. Now, neither he nor I can say with absolute certainty that any one case of myocarditis is absolutely related to the vaccine because, you, you know, there are other causes, including um, other viral conditions, for example, that can cause inflammation of the heart. But it was extraordinarily rare prior to this vaccine rollout. And now we know from the people who have tragically died as a result of cardiac injury or myocarditis from the vaccines, we know it was vaccine related because on the autopsy, when you do the tissue samples and the tissue staining, you can see exactly what caused the heart inflammation Mm. and it's spike proteins that resulted from the vaccine. We even are sophisticated enough to tell the difference Uh, John, between spike proteins that occurred from the virus versus spike proteins that were produced in response to the mRNA vaccines because they stain differently. Mm. So it is very clear on autopsy if the proper tissue samples and tissue staining is done, we can show very clearly these are people who have profound cardiac injury as a result of having received an mRNA vaccine that caused them to produce spike proteins that settled in the heart tissue. Hmm. All right, let's take a quick time out. We'll come back again. We've got Dr. Kelly until about 345 today. If you have questions for her, by the way, send us a text message, 307 200 and we'll get those uh, answered here pretty quickly as we come back. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool System. Find them at klzradio.com. Your Quiet Cool whole house fan uses 90% less energy than running an air conditioner and saves you money on your energy bill, making it a win for your wallet and for the environment. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is your source for quiet, cool technology. During the summer, an air conditioner costs you a fortune. You can pull heat out of your home and enjoy a summer breeze indoors with a quiet, cool, whole house fan and let your AC run far less. The U.S. Department of Energy calls the technology the most cost-efficient way to cool your home. So don't sweat your way through this summer or pay a fortune to run your AC. Get your whole house fan installed with Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. When you mention that you heard this ad on KLZ, you save $300 on a quiet, cool, whole house fan installation. Go to klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule your installation today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, up next, it is Affordable Interest Mortgage. Kurt Rogers will be joining us here at 5 o'clock today. We're going to talk about the just the mortgage world, the housing world, what happened yesterday with the Fed. Will that affect things moving forward and so on? In the meantime, anything you need from Kurt, 720-895-0500.
With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a 3-2-1 buy-down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And MLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. All right, Botanical Rush, all of your skincare needs, in fact, might even be a great idea for you when it comes to Father's Day, because, yes, we men need to take care of our skin as well. 25% off right now, BotanicalRush.com. Just use the code JOHN25. We know you're tired of spending hundreds of dollars on skincare products with empty promises. Myra Mesco is the founder of Botanical Rush, a Colorado skincare company committed to providing clean, powerful, bioactive ingredients to restore and rejuvenate your skin to a radiant, healthy glow again. Guaranteed. Myra has 20 plus years experience as a consumer advocate and her products offer powerful formulas infused with clinically established ingredients that will produce results for you just as they have for thousands of her customers. Botanical Rush formulas are pure, potent, and affordable. With regular use, these natural and chemical-free botanical formulas support collagen production, protect the skin's precious moisture barrier, and they will transform your skin from dull and lifeless to radiant and healthy. Call today and save 25% with the John Rush discount code JOHN25 at checkout on first-time orders. That's BotanicalRush.com. Code John25. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, Dr. Kelly Victory. And Dr. Kelly, before I get to our next topic, we did have a caller that called in and said, hey, what is the scoop with... You know, Dr. Drew, there's some podcasts out there floating around where he claims that he just does not believe anything that you believe in, yet I know you host for him and you've been on his program many, many times. So what's the real scoop there? (laughs) No, first of all, Dr. Drew and I are are longtime friends. We do a show together every single week. Um, The reason we started the show... uh, sometimes twice a week, but we do a show at least every Wednesday. Right. Uh, The reason we started the show was... Uh, because I had been so egregiously censored during the pandemic. I was on his show frequently. Same reason you're here. I mean, that's where we started as well, correct? But yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was on with Drew way before the pandemic related to things, you know, public health and disaster related, mass casualty related. When the pandemic happened and I was uh, really censored and shut down, uh, Drew said, well, that's crazy. We should you know, have you on to hear what you have to say. And we started these Wednesday shows where I would invite a guest of my choice. Again, other people whose voices were being silenced. Now, it is absolutely true. Drew and I come from very, very different camps. 
he was a big believer from the beginning. He was a yep. huge supporter of Fauci. That's right. He's a big believer in the vaccine. That's right. He's, he's a big believer in drugs like uh, Paxlovid and even Remdesivir. Um, I think he bought into much of the hype. He still continues to vaccinate his older uh, patients. But I will tell you, over the period of time that he and I have been doing the show together and having all of my colleagues on, whether it's Jay Bhattacharya or Harvey Reich or Peter McCullough or all of the names that you know, Naomi Wolf, many, many, many others, Bobby Kennedy, Drew has really taken a much more circumspect uh, viewpoint about things. I think he's really had his eyes open. But like much of the public, as somebody, and I can't speak for him, but I can say, you know, as somebody himself who's been multiply vaccinated, his wife is multiply vaccinated, his three children are multiply vaccinated, he has given lots of vaccines, it's hard for people to get their arms around the idea that, wow, I may have done something that was really dumb, uh, really not a smart decision. I wasn't at significant risk. Uh, Drew frequently shares that he personally has had COVID more than once. Mm. He became quite ill with it despite being vaccinated. Mm. So he certainly knows the vaccine didn't do anything to stop him from getting it, didn't stop his wife or his kids from getting it, despite the fact that they're all vaccinated. So the show and doing the show with him for me, has been multi, multi-purpose. Number one, it highlights what has always been, John, a cornerstone of medicine, which is physicians getting together and having robust, vigorous debate. I, I don't require that everybody agree with me. That's no fun in life, and it certainly doesn't get you to make the best decisions or come to the best conclusions. But prior to COVID, physicians used to have these kinds of debates all the time where we'd say, no, 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 you misinterpreted the data or no, you didn't understand that study the way I did or, or here's why I think you over or underestimated something. It was only in the, in the pandemic that that became verboten. All of a sudden, we weren't allowed to have dissenting voices. So, number one, it serves that purpose is that I feel that I am modeling, that Drew and I are modeling what is the norm, should be the norm, the important part of science, which is to debate and have that discussion with others in a respectful but vigorous manner. It also has allowed me, as I said, to provide a platform to the many people, the many really brave and and brilliant physicians and scientists out there who were silenced and shut down during this pandemic, had their voices really taken from them, so they were not able to share their knowledge and their experience with people. So it's really been an important show. Uh, clearly, Drew and I disagree on, on certain things. Sure. Uh, and as I said, he was a big believer in, in much of the the hype from the beginning, but hopefully I've, I've brought him more to, uh, to the right side of history. I think, I think you've, you've I think, Dr. Kelly, you've done that with a lot of individuals. And yeah, there, there were and still are, by the way, a lot of folks out there criticizing not only what you would say or what I would say or even what Steve would say, which, by the way, for those of you listening, Steve could not join us kind of last minute. He had a big deal he got sucked into and could not make it. He's going to do his best to be with us next week. But Dr. Kelly, the three of us together, uh, I, I think going all the way back to the beginning stages of this, each one of us could say you, especially though, you've been, you know, well more under the uh, the attack end of things than I. And, and uh, you know, fortunately for me, uh, I, 
I mean, I have as well. I had, you know, I had the same as you, death threats, et cetera, all the way through that, which, you know, is just ridiculous, by the way. And, and just frankly, uh, to your point earlier, I have yet to have one of those individuals apologize to me for what they said during that time. So it goes back to what you said earlier, and I feel exactly the same way you do. Am I willing to move on and sort of forgive and forget? You know, absolutely. But the forgiveness end of things, uh, to, as you said earlier, is a bigger deal because you really can't forgive someone until they ask in the first place, correct? Absolutely. And until they acknowledge that what they did was wrong, that what they did, you know, and I'm fine with somebody coming to me and saying, look, I feel like a jerk. You know, I was really scared, uh, Dr. Kelly. I I believed. And and here's the deal. You had a right to believe. People have a right to believe their government. People have a right to believe the CDC and the FDA and to believe what's in the medical journals and to believe what the pharmaceutical companies tell us. The fact that they've been lying and that we now know we have proof irrefutable proof that much of what's in the medical journals, the Oracle, John, the Lancet, you know, the JAMA, the British Journal, it is propaganda. It's lies. What you were told by the mainstream media and big tech, they worked in, you know, in consort with the federal government to shut things down. So I understand how it is that lay people in particular, meaning non-physicians, non-scientists, bought into this stuff. I can't make that same excuse, unfortunately, for my colleagues because they knew better. As I've said many times, I didn't say what I've been saying from the beginning, John, because I'm a good guesser. No, that's right. I didn't guess well. That's right. Okay? I said what I said from the beginning because it's what we've always known. We've known for decades that lockdowns are devastating uh, to people and never should be employed. We've known for decades that you can't vaccinate your way out of a pandemic. We've known for decades that masks do little, if anything at all, to stop respiratory viruses and on and on. So I didn't say those things because I had a crystal ball or because I guessed well. So I unfortunately am not quite as... um, uh, sympathetic to where my colleagues fell on this. But for everyone, whether you're a lay person or a scientist, if you were behaved in that way, if you shamed your neighbors, if you, you know, made your family feel that they weren't welcome because they made a different choice than you did with regard to, you know, vaccination or whatever it is, it's time to turn around and say, look, yep. I was fearful. I believed things that it turned out weren't true. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I acted that way. Let's move forward and let's make sure together that this doesn't happen again. Exactly, exactly. Maybe have a little humility and figure out why it was you were so wrong, and are you that person who's going to be gullible again? Yep, and well said, by the way. Thank you very much for all of that. And even before... I met you again. I, I didn't have a crystal ball. All, you know, all Steve and I were doing even prior to meeting you, Dr. Kelly, was literally just looking at the data, using common sense, knowing that some of the things that we were being told and that was really happening to us, like you said, in regards to masks and lockdowns and so on, you just had you literally sit there and think for a second, wait a minute, time out. This thing's got a mortality rate of of, of a minuscule, you know, manner, especially for healthy adults that aren't, you know, way overbeast that aren't over the age of, you know, about 75 and on down the list, we go things we've talked about here numerous times. And you start looking at the data and it was like, wait a minute, time out. We're, we're shutting down 
businesses literally ruining lives. We're, we're creating inflation or will be creating inflation uh, that we will not know what to deal with, which, by the way, is where we're at right now. I mean, on and on we go. And all of us, before even meeting you, were saying that oh, you came along and even gave us more information and more data. And to your point, nobody had a crystal ball because you didn't need one. Exactly. And it actually even gets worse than that. They employ things, the powers that be employ tactics that we have not seen since Nazi Germany. That's right. And I mean that. That's that right. That's not hyperbole. The idea, remember the old, if you see your neighbor having people over That's for a, right. you know, a barbecue, make sure you call the authorities. They tried to turn average citizens into Neighbor the against neighbor, shirt. brother against neighbor brother, against Dr. Neighbor. Kelly. Exactly. These are tactics. And if you were one of those people who fell for it, everyone wants to believe, John, that they won't be that person, that That's they right. would have been Schindler, that they would have been the guy who came to the rescue of the downtrodden, of those people who were being persecuted. Everyone wants to believe they're that person. Well, look at the way that you behave, whoever you are, each individual, yep. how you behave during this pandemic, because that will give you some insight in how you would have behaved yep. in places like Nazi Germany. Right. You know, because unfortunately, quote, I was duped has become the new I was just following orders. OK, yep. Yep. and we can't allow people to do that. Nope. You have got to take a have some insight and say, wow, I fell prey to something that my government did, mm-hmm. to lies, to coercion, to propaganda, because the only, the only protection you have as an individual for it happening again is to have some insight and to really look internally and see how you behaved during this debacle. Yet we still have the White House pushing masks, social distancing, other stupid maneuver do- maneuvers, Dr. Kelly. And I still see it at different times in different places, especially when it comes to government. Why in the world are we allowing this? Yeah, yeah. well, because they know that there's still a percentage of the population. Um, I have made the uh, the analogy before, yet the same way that a baby, you take an infant, a, a newborn infant, and you wrap it tightly in swaddling. You, you know, hold its arms and legs tightly against its body, and it feels very safe and secure, and babies will stop crying when they're swaddled. They lose control of their own arms and legs, but they feel it as security. That is what this pandemic and masking has become for many people. They have lost their autonomy, yet they feel some sense of security in having lost that autonomy. Hmm. They they feel some sense of safety that the government's looking after them. So our federal government continues to roll this up, you know, put it up the flagpole, say, oh, yeah, we're still wearing masks. And we're asking athletes who are invited to the White House who haven't been vaccinated to wear masks. This is absolute idiocy. It is based in nothing that even you know bears a resemblance to science. And the idea that they're doing it is reprehensible. But they're doing it because there is still a portion of the population. I just flew through Denver Airport yesterday, John. There was it's down to maybe five percent, but there are five percent. One out of twenty people is still walking around with a mask on. Wow. I I would. Love I can't to believe it. I, we they, still see it occasionally. It's not like it used to be. Uh, yeah. which is good, but we still, I, I'll, Dr. Kelly, I will still occasionally see somebody with a mask on in a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. These are people walking through the airport, and these are not elderly people or people who are pulling an oxygen tank because they've got 
COPD or some underlying lung problem, at least that's obvious. These are young people walking around sometimes with young children who are also wearing masks. Um, it is absolutely horrifying. Uh, so a portion of the population continues, for whatever reason, um, to believe that what they did was right. Mm-hmm. And the federal government, what you're seeing come out of the White House, continues to foment that fear. I promise, by the way, that they're getting ready to roll something else out. I've said it before. Wow. First, you know, they they ran monkeypox up the uh, up the flagpole. Yeah, that was a big bomb. They didn't they didn't get the bang for that buck. Uh, so then they tried with Marburg. Remember, when Marburg virus was about to be. You know, they were trying real hard to make that. So there's something else. They will continue to try to sound the alarm bell about something in hopes that they can once again do the power grab and use. And if if they're successful in pushing through these treaties with the WHO, which would fundamentally abdicate the sovereignty of the United States and our Constitution yep, yep. Uh, to the World Health Organization in the case of, of a next public health crisis, very loosely defined, by the way, uh, then we would be at the behest, uh, really under the thumb of the World Health Organization, which is, you know, the, the long arm, as far as I'm concerned, of the Chinese Communist Party for what we would be required to do, whether that's, you know, limiting our ability to travel, to work, uh, mandates for vaccines or whatever, God knows, whatever else they might decide that we are required to do. We had uh, a question that just came in. Actually, Dan, my old co-host, said, why is it mostly young women that are wearing them. And by the way, I've noticed the same thing. He's not wrong in saying that. Why is that? I mean, and again, I'm just question. I, cause I really, I don't know the answer, Dr. Kelly. Why is that? Well, I will tell you, I, I do think that that demographic is, if you kind of had virtue signaling on a spectrum, um, young women, you know, women between the ages of, of 18 and 30, yep. um, yep. are probably the greatest virtue signalers. Um, they, they are far more emotional than they are, uh, intellectual about things um and the the mask in particular has become uh sort of a talisman it's become a symbol of i care about others i'm a thoughtful caring person uh, who doesn't want to kill grandma kind of thing um so unfortunately i think it's i think it's a bit of that um, they are more easily manipulated. And again, I'm making generalities. There are obviously many, many individuals right. who wouldn't fall into right. that category. Right. But when you look at the demographic um, of young females, they are, you know, they have elevated virtue signaling, you know, to a to mm-hmm. an art form. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, if you ask their reasoning about this, they, they get uh, just Defensive. very, very... Uh, yeah. And very defensive, That's very right. angry. And these are the same young women, by the way, the same young women who would be absolutely, you know, aghast at the idea of eating a genetically modified right. tomato right. Um, or, or, a or giving corn. their child a non-organic carrot or somehow, you know, uh, you know, these are the people who are raising chickens in their backyard so that they have free-range eggs. Um, yet they rolled up their sleeve for a uh, for an experimental uh, gene therapy and are wearing masks mm-hmm. despite all of mm-hmm. the overwhelming evidence of their inefficacy. It really uh, it really defies logic. I have a question. I want to get back to what do we have to do to regain the public's trust. But before that, I had a video sent to me, and I think I sent it on to you, and I just haven't had time to watch all of it. And, and I'll just be frank for, with everybody listening. Uh, a lot of you will send me, you know, 
uh, information where it's an hour, hour and a half almost movie. And, you know, I do my best to watch bits and pieces of that, but I will be quite honest, Dr. Kelly, I just don't have the spare time to watch an hour and a half to two hour video. And my attention span isn't long enough to even sit through some of that. But this particular video kind of did catch my eye because they talk about the nanoparticles in the vaccine itself being programmable. I've not heard that before. That's way above my pay grade. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I've heard that. um, And before I actually even answer the question, I will amplify what you just said. Uh, people People reach out to me all the time, including from this show, and I love getting uh, messages from folks. But just so I get between 400 and 600 emails a day. Yep. Me too. Uh, yeah, I, I don't get quite as many as you, world. but I'll get a and couple hundred. And I have to, s- to siphon through all of those from people that have questions, people that my, in my world have car questions and people that want to come on air and on and on we go. So, yeah, I'm like you. I, I, I'll look at all of those and I tell everybody I read and I do my very best to even look at the information that's sent. But I just don't have that kind of spare time to watch a one and a half to two hour video. Yeah, so I, my apologies for the people whose questions I, I just cannot answer. I, I, I'm doing the best Makes I can sense. here. Makes sense. Um, we're not but, holding but, but, anything against you, Dr. <laughs> Kelly. Appreciate what you do each but, week uh, as it is. It's, it's, it's not that I uh, that people ask dumb questions. It's just I just don't have time. But uh, with regard to the, these nanoparticles, I, have, I hear things like this. I hear the 5G thing. I hear that, you know, uh, these things. I think there are enough things to worry about with these vaccines, God only knows, including the toxicity of the lipid nanoparticles by themselves. I have not seen any credible evidence that these things can be or, God forbid, are in some way programmed. I just I'm not seeing that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any uh anything even that would that would make me read you know, the, the article uh uh, so I, I think there's enough to worry about without going down that rabbit hole. I certainly will pay attention if I see something credible. And I've had my mind changed, for example, you know, about a right. lot of it. Right. But in terms of currently, I don't think that that is an issue. There's no question that the lipid nanoparticles themselves are highly toxic. We've known that for decades and decades. Uh, they cause tremendous damage, particularly to the reproductive organs, um, the, the testes and the ovaries. Uh, there are huge impacts on fertility, but anything with regard to them being, you know, magnetized or programmed or that sort of thing, I simply haven't seen it. Uh, and I have not either. And again, like you, I I will take all those emails. I digest them as best I can. I try to watch as many of the different things that are sent my way. I definitely, Dr. Kelly, like you, I don't want to miss anything, and I don't want to just brush something off that might, in fact, be true. But, you know, there was a video running around for a while that you and I both dispelled where, hey, the vi- you know, the the vaccine and, and COVID itself is snake venom and on and on and on. And there's all these diatribes that went down these different rabbit holes there. And I think both you and I, and that, by the way, has, you know, has seemed to have diminished since the, that came up with you and I probably six months or so, or maybe even a year ago. It's been that long ago now. But there's all sorts of things out there. And the only thing I want to tell people is I'm not going to just brush all of that off there. You know, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and again. So I'm definitely not just, you know, throwing them, you know, throwing them away. I will look at those things. But I, like you, am extremely careful, especially given what I do on a daily basis. I don't just run down any rabbit hole until I can prove it. it yeah. And two, two thoughts on this. Um, number one, 
unfortunately, the government and the and the pharmaceutical companies brought this on themselves. You know, when you roll something out that is not well tested, uh, that was rushed to market, that has a horrible safety record, then you bring it on yourself because people do start to connect all kinds of things with it, and people's fears and, and you know and imaginations run wild. Right. Right. And so, Great point. So part part of Great this point. they brought on themselves by not That's right. being transparent. That's right. By Great not point. when you start talking about we want to keep the data secret for seventy five years. Yep. And we're lobbying the government. Okay, what do you think people are going to think? People are going to start going, oh my god, you know, and, and fill in these blanks. So they brought this on. The way to fight that kind of thing, that sort of you know conspiracy mm-hmm, theory, mm-hmm. is to be transparent. Very well you know, said. They, yep. my, my tip to the pharmaceutical companies: you don't want that to happen. Be transparent. Number That's two, right. for people who who come kind of do worry about some of these things, and you read something. Think twice before you start posting something. Uh, like amen. That. Thank you, thank you, Doctor Kelly. I believe, I truly believe that the other side, meaning the farm, whether it's a, the, the the pro mRNA people, Bill Gates, Soros, those the bank, you know, the pharmaceutical companies, they put some of this stuff out there purposefully so that you will repost it and then look like an idiot. They try to do it so that it will make our side, those of us who are raising legitimate concerns. It will make us look like a bunch of tinfoil hat nuts. So think twice when you read one of these, oh, my gosh, you know, there's there's, you know, radio chips in the in the vaccine or there's something or they're getting magnetized or whatever it is. Just be careful because that, you know, it's what you call, you know, the opposition. um, It puts this stuff out there. Well, it makes Many us look like Looney Tunes, and then we're not ever believable when we exactly. do have something solid exactly. that folks should be believing, which, you know, I'll 100%. leave. I want to ask this last question. I only got like three or four minutes left because you've got to get on to Newsmax here shortly. Uh, what does the government and the, the, you know, the public officials have to do to gain the public's trust once again? By the way, I think that includes even your world as doctors and healthcare professionals. I think, number one, it starts with contrition. It starts with acknowledging the errors were made. You've got to come out and say, this is what went wrong. This is where we are wrong. This is why we made these errors. And unfortunately, it begins with physicians acknowledging we did some of this stuff because we Mm. are over a barrel, because Mm. we are employed by a hospital, because we are employed by a large group, because we are threatened. And if that's the case, because we were incentivized by the insurance company, financially or otherwise, because we were threatened by our hospital. Because if that's the case, then the only fix is to change the system, is to disarticulate physicians from working for hospital systems. They need to be independent. They need to be independent. They cannot be under the thumb of the insurance company. Insurance companies should be you know, reimbursing patients and physicians for care, not dictating what care happens. Mm-hmm. Hospital systems, CEOs, pharmaceutical companies, we need to absolutely rid the connection between big pharma and our medical journals. There is absolutely no justification for somebody to be writing an article that gets posted in a journal when they're being paid by the pharmaceutical company themselves. We have got to stop the, the perverse perverse incentives that are happening that allowed people that really incentivized people Mm. to make the decisions that they did you know what i liked what you just said there because that's exactly what needs to happen for people to regain you know this is no different than any other relationship 
in life, Dr. Kelly. You cannot move forward in any kind of relationship gone bad until the party that made the mistakes says, hey, Dr. Kelly, guess what? You know, I, you know, I screwed up. I made a mistake. I went with what I thought were the right things to do, and the reality is it wasn't. We've now proven that. I have seen how wrong I've been. You know, there was the error of my own ways, and I got in my own way, by the way. I should have looked at things differently. I should have had more common sense in all of this, and I screwed up. Forgive me. I want your trust back. I want to move forward with our relationship, but you and I both know those things in life don't happen until the party that's wrong says so. Exactly right. Exactly right. And there is no, so it starts with that. It starts with contrition, acknowledging the mistakes that were made, asking for forgiveness from the people you hurt, yep. and then figuring out how you are not going to fall prey to it again and how you're not going to allow yourself hmm. to get sucked into that again because it will happen again. Yep. What are you going to do the next time? You know, the, the insurance company offers you a, uh, a trinket or Correct. some additional cash to do a particular thing. You've got to figure that out as a, as a physician uh, or you are going to absolutely fall into this again. Yep. All right. I'll let you go early because, again, you've got a Newsmax date. We thank you very much for what you do and we will talk next week. Thank you so much. Thanks, Dr. Kelly. Appreciate it very much. She is spot on. I've got a couple of things I'm going to play, by the way, when we come back. I'll get to our question of the day and kind of get things wrapped up here. Uh, Though, next, a hi-fi plumbing. And I know I've been talking about that a lot lot lately when it comes to drainage and things along those lines. That's because we still have storms and things that are happening. We may have some more tomorrow or even yet tonight. If you find yourself with some drainage things going on in your home that you need help with, Hi-Fi Plumbing can help you with that and every other plumbing need you have as well. Find them by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Hi-Fi Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. Hi-Fi can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. I clock my toilet one too many times I'll call High Five for this Call High Five for this Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith wants to help you with your financial future and he will make sure you head the right direction and you've got the right plan in place and it is different for every person. It's not a cookie cutter solution. KLZRadio.com Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial has seen many of the things that can interrupt your retirement plans. He's like a coach. He'll look over your plan and use his 30 years of experience in retirement advisement to ensure that you're ready for any unforeseen contingency. Retirement plans can be derailed by any number of things. Mike Tyson once said, everybody has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Al has the experience to expect the unexpected. 
He knows that there's a 50% chance you'll need long-term care. And on top of that, a 25% chance that the care will last more than a year and a half. Your retirement resources must be able to handle these expenses while preserving your financial independence without burdening your loved ones. Al Smith will guide you so that you'll be prepared and help you analyze your entire plan to give you a peace of mind that comes with being ready. Schedule a short meeting with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money and be prepared. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, if you would like an alternative to the public education school system, I call it the indoctrination system uh, that we so namely called public schools, uh, go check out Colorado Heritage Education School System. They are a homeschool uh, education system. They have brick and mortar as well where they can help you with all different needs when it comes to the education of your child. Go to coloradoheritage.org. With the school year coming to a close, you are concerned your student did not receive the education they needed or what you expected. Colorado Heritage Education School System, or CHESS, passionately cares about your child's education and progress, ensuring your son or daughter learns in a positive environment. CHESS offers over 20 high school classes to homeschooling families so you can customize your student's education to their unique goals. Don't let the woke public schools take away from the experience of going to school as a kid. CHESS offers a Christian, conservative, K-12 brick-and-mortar environment for learning the essentials and more. Their high school diploma program gives your student a homeschooling education with a private school degree. The dedicated staff will guide you in establishing a solid plan for graduation with their high school diploma program. Give your children the right education by going to coloradoheritage.org to schedule an interview with the principal. That's coloradoheritage.org. All right, Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave Bancroft wants to help you with your vet, your windows and doors. He's Veteran Windows and Doors, of course. And as I had him on here uh, yesterday, he just wants to help you make sure you increase the joy score of your home, and he wants to make sure you're happy when all is said and done. Give him a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors is driven to serve you better than any other window company, ensuring they do what's right for your home and your budget. Owner Dave Bancroft will meet with you to review your window and door ideas while working within your budget. Veteran Windows and Doors wants you to be in the driver's seat from the first meeting to the installation. Veteran's website portal is designed for the customer with 24-7 support and scheduling. Their customers tell them how refreshing it is to get responses from Dave, not a service center. Dave creates a detailed job report before his team steps into your home. He plans by taking precise measurements and remains in contact with you throughout the project. He takes before and after pictures to ensure your satisfaction, and these are available to you in the website portal. For unmatched customer service you can afford, go to klzradio.com window and schedule your new windows and doors. klzradio.com window. This is Rush to Reason. Powered by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, real quick, I've got something I want to play. Dr. Kelly actually texted me just a moment ago and said the Burisma Burisma accountant that was set to testify in the Biden bribery scheme uh, was found dead. Conveniently. So I'll do some more research on that and find out exactly what the scoop is. And I appreciate her texting me that. All right, I've got something I want want to play. And uh, let me grab it here. 
Charlie. This is uh, Kevin Kiley. He is out of California. And you, once you hear his voice, you will know who he is. And he is really hardcore uh, on our side and really wants to uncover things and has really great questions. And he just grills the other side extremely, extremely well. He's a very articulate individual. And you'll love this little interview. At least I sure did, because it really does show what Kelly and I were talking about a few minutes ago in regards to the fact that there are still people out there that knowingly did things that they know did not work through COVID and yet are not willing to admit they were wrong and that we handled things incorrectly. And I will play this so you can hear this. Uh, Mr. Secretary, did forcing two-year-olds to wear masks save lives? I'm, do what now? Did forcing two-year-olds to wear masks save lives? Making sure people were masked when it was appropriate was essential to make sure that we were able to get out of this pandemic. Sure, but that wasn't my question. Could you answer the question that I asked? Which is? Did forcing two-year-olds to wear masks save and, lives? And who did the forcing? Well, this, your department. Oh, okay, I got to stop. Who did the forcing? You've got to be kidding me that that's your response. Who did the forcing? Really? That's your answer? I'll continue. Head Start, which is under your department, had a mask mandate until late last year for two-year-olds and above, even outdoors. Uh, so can you point to any public health benefit of that policy? Right. We, we never forced anyone to do anything. Yes, you did. And you did it with the purse. So you most certainly did. In fact, there were cases across the country where you not only did it with purse strings, you did it physically through force. Through police force. And yes, I'm correct in what I'm saying. We talked about those things throughout that time frame on this program. I cannot believe these officials are this coy and saying that, you know, who forced them to do it? You knucklehead. We don't have the jurisdiction or authority to do that. What we did was provide guidance on what would Mr. be Mr. Secretary, did Head Start have a mass mandate? We, we provide a mask mandate, a requirement for jurisdictions that wish to receive money to provide particular so services. So Head Start did have a mask mandate for kids, yes? We, we had a mask mandate for uh, jurisdiction, I'm, excuse me, for agencies that wish to get federal dollars. So that's a yes. So services. can you point to any, benefit, yes to any public question. health benefit from that policy, whether it was recommended or enforced or forced, of requiring young children to wear masks? Did families benefit from the policy of using all protection, all precautions to avoid... Uh, no, I'm not asking you to COVID? rephrase yes. my question as some abstract question that you'd rather answer. I'm asking that you, as the person who's the Secretary of Health and Human Services, right now, can you point to any evidence that there was a public health benefit to forcing young children to wear masks? Well, the fact that uh, today we are not losing lives the way we lost them when we first got into this pandemic... And you think that's because we forced two-year-olds to wear masks? That's your interpretation. What I'm saying to you is that using good policies that give us the precautions to keep uh, our families from contracting COVID are helping save lives. I want to quote to you from an article from NPR in January of 2022. It says, the United States is an outlier in recommending masks from the age of two years old. The World Health Organization does not recommend masks for children under age five, while the European equivalent of the CDC doesn't recommend them for children under age 12. In retrospect, was it a mistake for the United States to defy the international norm on child masking? The U.S. has been working closely with our international partners, and we have done more than any other country to try to help But that's not what our, I asked you. I country, asked you, was it a mistake countries? to defy the international norm on the issue of child masking? 
We continue to use all the best practices when it comes to making sure people take the precautions. Is there a reason you're not answering my question, Mr. Secretary? I'm, I'm answering the question the best, the best I can because you keep phrasing questions that are already geared to get a particular answer. In other words, we want to know, did you screw up? And will you admit the fact that you screwed up? That's what he's really asking. All right. It frustrates me, as you can tell. We've got to go to break. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and advice that you need to eliminate your mortgage payment and do what you've always doubted could be done, give you more cash flow. Of course, you still need to pay your own property taxes and insurance, but eliminating your principal and interest payment will allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. All right. Ask uh, K&R Home Transitions when it comes to your home and the re-up program and whether that's a good fit for you when it comes to remodeling that may have been put off. Find them by going to klzradio.com. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay, that doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with ReUp to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. ReUp will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and RIA. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, I had a couple of questions that came in after we had to let Dr. Kelly go, and normally she's with us all the way till almost the top of the hour, so I apologize. She was short on time today because of her Newsmax interview that she has uh, coming up here in just a few minutes. So what I did is I added those to my notes for next week, and I will get them right away answered uh, quickly next week. So if you've got more questions along those lines, please text me. I'll get those answered next week when we talk to her again on next Thursday. That's it, though, for this hour. If you missed anything, you want to send it on to somebody, please feel free to do so. It's at our website, RushToReason.com. Look under the show notes section. You'll find it all there. Otherwise, hour two is next. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.